Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, good evening, everyone. Um, Join us for the evening service of Pineville Grace Fellowship. And Mark is going to be reading some scripture for us. And then we're going to sing a couple hymns and psalms. And then we'll be going over to talk to you to bring in Edward or uh, Mark Kennedy for the rest of our uh, service. Go ahead, Mark. Luke 9, 51 to 56. Mary rejects Christ. And it came to pass when the time was come to be received up. He steadfastly set his face to go Jerusalem. And sent messengers before his face, and they went. And he went to a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. They did not receive him because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down to heaven and consume them even as Elias did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit ye are of. The Son of Man has not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. And what was that again, Luke? Luke 9, 51 to 56. We're going to be singing from the old school hymn of the night. The first selection is 415, entitled, Lord, I'm Unworthy. And there's none of us that are worthy of God's grace. So we're going to sing 415. We're singing from the old school hymnal. And I'm going to have uh, Mark uh, lead that one for us. Uh, and we're singing, Lord, I'm unworthy. Mark, look at Jesus, my Savior, I'm coming right now. Come with me for thee this moment I bow. Praying, forgive me for all I have done. Lord, I'm unworthy to be called thy son. Lord, I'm unworthy to be called thy son. Years I have wasted so lost and undone. Weeping, repenting, a beggar I done. Lord, I'm unworthy to be called thy son. All is I'm doing that which I not do. I've been unfaithful, yes, I've been untrue. Still thou hast loved me, O merciful one. Lord, I'm unworthy to be called thy son. Tears to my eyes now, and I bow my head. Knowing for me thy life's blood is shed. Yet I have drifted thy way, I did shun. Lord, I'm unworthy to be called thy son. 
Lord, I'm worthy to be called thy son. Years I have wasted so lost and undone. Weeping, repenting, a beggar I come. Lord, I'm worthy to be called thy son. I always like to say that there's no wasted years with Jesus. He's ordained all things that have come to pass. But we do regret when, like Peter, when he denied his Lord, he went out and wept bitterly, the Bible tells us. Well, right across the page, there's a song called Plus With an Everlasting Love. We're going to sing that, 417. Was with an everlasting love that God his own elect embraced before he made the worlds above earth on earth he called them's place long ere the sun's refulgent rays primeval shades of darkness show they on his sacred bosom lay love with an everlasting love that in his love and his decrease, Christ in his right appeared as one. Person by imputation is, washing in spotless splendor shone. O love, how high thy glory swell, how great and beautiful and free. Ten thousand sins as black as snow, are swallowed up, O love, by thee. Believer here, like comfort stands, from first to last, salvation's free, and everlasting love demands, and everlasting love from thee. Okay, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to sing out of the Psalter, page 46, Psalm 92C, page 46. Psalm 92C. It's good to thank the Lord, to praise your name most high. You show your love and on your faithfulness all night. The ministry wire, with sweet voice, mood and ridley heart, your praise inspires. Your deeds for made me glad, my joy in what you've done. How great your duties, Lord, how deep your thoughts, each one. Who's one be shown? The stupid can accept this trip to the unknown. The sinners grow like weeds, for mirrors once and made. Their bid to be destroyed, ye Lord, exalt and stay. Lord, your foes fall. See how your foes may be filled in a scattered all. You raise my gosh, my Lord, Lord, fresh on my head. You made me see the skies and hear my father said, I drive the righteous grows like cedars fallen down. The flesh by the Lord shall in God's force be seen. 
Okay. Matthew, the 23rd chapter in the King James Version. Verse 1. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne, and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do for to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments and love the uppermost rooms at feasts and the chief seats in the synagogues and greetings in the markets and to be called of men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But be not ye called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. And call no man your father upon earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Neither be ye called masters, for one is your master, even Christ. But Oh, verse 11, but he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. Verse 12, And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. Verse 13, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Verse 14, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. Verse 15, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you compass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, you make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Verse 16, woe unto you, you blind guides, which say whosoever shall swear by the temple, it is nothing. But whoever shall swear by the gold of the temple, he is a debtor. Verse 17, you fools and blind, for whether is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifieth the gold. Verse 18, and whosoever shall swear by the altar, It is nothing, but whosoever sweareth by the gift that is upon it, he is guilty. Verse 19, ye fools and blind, for whether is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift. Verse 20, whoso therefore shall swear by the altar, sweareth by it, and by all things thereon. Well, thank you, Mark. Uh, for reading that for us. Um, the 23rd chapter of Matthew is quite a pronouncement against the Pharisees. Notice that, Je- notice that Jesus was speaking to two uh, groups of people. Mm-hmm. He was speaking to multitude and to mm-hmm. his disciples. So I'm making an assumption 
<laughs> that the scribes and the Pharisees were those that made up the multitude. In other words, they were part of the multitude. It wasn't just followers of Christ that were there in the multitude. It was also the scribes and the Pharisees. And mm-hmm. he talks about the fact that the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. What does mm-hmm. he mean by that? Well, the Pharisees themselves said to Christ, if you want to look in the uh, sometime you may want to do a study on the 8th chapter of John, but the, the Pharisees told him, we be not born of fornication. They said, we are of Abraham's seed, is what they said. Well, we know that today, if you talk to an Orthodox Jew, they will be very deceptive with, they call the Gentiles goyim, and mm-hmm. they are very, they are very deceptive because what they will tell you is Judaism. The only difference in Judaism and Christianity is that we go by the Torah and you go by the Old and New Testament. That is an ultimate deception because it is not true. The Judaism that is um, taught by the rabbis primarily comes from the Babylonian Talmud and the Kabbalah. And it teaches something totally in contradistinction to what Moses taught and what Abraham taught and all the Old Testament saints taught. And so this is what Jesus is calling them out. He says, um, They bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne. They lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. It reminds me of the international banking community. They have, uh, for years and years and years, stolen from the United States money that was not theirs. A lot of people don't know. But the Federal Reserve System is nothing has nothing to do with the government. It is a private right. entity, and yes. the Federal Reserve System. It that is a good example of what the Federal Reserve System does to the citizens of the United States. They bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne and lay them on our shoulders, but they themselves will not move one of their fingers. And how do they do that? They they do it through fiat. They do it through usury. Yes. And, of course, Christ himself taught against this. And he says, all their works they do to be seen of men. They make broad their phylacteries and they make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments. Well, we certainly have seen that with the international banking community, how that they have constantly wanted more and more and more control. Um, Prime Minister Netanyahu has said that Israel will rule the world from Jerusalem and that they will be in charge of all of the Internet and the electronic surveillance systems. And they will, by their own power, by their own genius, and he says that the Jews are... Uh, more intelligent than any other people, that they will broaden their phylacteries. They will, in fact, he says that 
uh, right now in Jerusalem that there are the 50 largest corporations now mm-hmm. under the control of Israel's electronic surveillance systems. And so they love the uppermost rooms and feasts and the chief seats in the synagogues. We yes, see yeah. every, time, every time that Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, gets up and opens his profane mouth, he's a very proud and haughty man, Every mm-hmm. time he does, he likes to uh, talk about this rabbi and that rabbi. Mm-hmm. And he's had numerous rabbis speak about the coming Messiah. And, of course, the Messiah to the Jews, to the state of Israel, is what they call a universal mind among Jews. The Messiah mm-hmm. is according to them, is only for the Jews. It's not for anyone else. It's just for them alone. And he, it says, the greetings in the markets and to be called a man, Rabbi, Rabbi. Mm-hmm. There's a couple mm-hmm. rabbis I have seen on YouTube, and they talk about how that um, whenever Messiah comes, that the Jews will have the Goyim as their servants. And every Jew will have like 50 slave Goyim. Okay? This is the mindset. This is the mindset. Now he goes on, Christ says, But be ye not called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and you are all brethren. But see, they have a total doctrine. They don't believe that we are all brethren. They believe that they are the only chosen ones of God and they're the only beneficiaries of the Messiah. That's well, right. This also applies to us. We should not call anyone pastor or reverend. Or mm-hmm. uh, he goes on and he says, uh, for one is your master, even Christ, and you're all brethren, and call no man your father upon the earth. And yet what do the Roman Catholics what does the Roman Catholic Church call its leader? Holy Father. Okay? Mm. You're not to call anyone Father in a spiritual mm. context on this earth. Because we only have one spiritual Father, and that is Christ. Okay? Amen. Need to be called Master, for one is your Master. And I've often pointed out, I would not attend. John MacArthur's Master's College just because of what he named it. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. for me. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. And so if if um, Netanyahu and the international banking community, can you imagine if those took on the form of servant? <laughs> I can't imagine that. They always wow. have been top-down. It's always been the elite. I remember when George Bush Sr. was president, how he kept talking about the New World Order. Yes, well, the New, yes, New World Order was only going to benefit the higher echelon elite wealthy. It was not to benefit the working class, the right. people that got every morning and punched the clock and went to work, the blue-collar workers. It was for the right. elite. Only the 1%. Well, that's right. 
Well, he goes on and he says, whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. I have, I'm not a a prophet, but I do believe the Bible. And every time I've heard Netanyahu speak, he has been exalting himself. And he's Mm -hmm. been exalting the state of Israel. What does that tell me? It tells me the result of that the result of that is going to be Netanyahu's abasement as well as the state of Israel. God is not going to share his glory with Netanyahu or Pope Francis or any other Pharisee uh, of the Pharisees. So what does he say? He says, whoa, whoa. In other words, he's pronouncing upon them a what is going to happen unto them, a woe to them, the scribes, the Pharisees, the hypocrites. And he says that they shut up the, they actually shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. And he says that, uh, he gives them another woe in verse 14, because he says that they devour widows' houses. And you know, we can see right now, and I know a lot of people are going to say that I'm anti-Semitic. No. I'm into reality. I'm into reality. We look over in Palestine right now. We look at what's going on over in the Gaza Strip right now. Mm -hmm. Israel has committed genocide on the Palestinian people. Yes. Israel has absolutely maimed and raped and killed hundreds of thousands of people. In mm-hmm. the name of God, by the way, in the name of God, saying that they're yes. God's chosen people. Well, mm-hmm. Christ says it's going to happen. He says, for a tr- pretense they make long prayers, they will receive the greater damnation. And so he gives them a third woe in verse 15. And he says, you compass sea and land, that's what they've done. They've gone into these little countries and taken them over. And by the way, the United States is culpable as well in the same thing. Going into yeah. these small countries and literally ravaging these countries, it is immoral activity. Okay, Christ says they come to sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, you make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. So, not only is the United States complicit in this because Mm -hmm. you realize that since uh, Donald Trump has become president of the United States that he has increased um, the amount of money given to Israel more than any other time in history. And Donald Trump is responsible for, for moving our embassy to Jerusalem, and that is a lot more than just moving our embassy to Jerusalem because what it means is his statement is not just an embassy in Jerusalem, but it's Israel's goal to rule the world from Jerusalem, okay? Now, it's interesting that Christ goes on to talk about (laughs) in verse 16, the temple. 
He says, Well unto you blind guides which say whosoever shall swear by the temple. You know, they're all mm-hmm. talking about building the temple over there right now. And that they want to build rebuild the temple because they say that the Messiah can't come until the temple's rebuilt. And animal sacrifices are started up again. This is and of course Zionism, the Zionist, the dispensationalists, the Darby yeah. People, the Schofield people have, have perpetrated this for years. John Hagee has perpetrated it for years. Well, what does Christ? What was Christ's uh, response to them talking about the temple and about the fact that they swear by the gold of the temple? Well, he says, "Ye are fools and blind." Okay, there's a lot of people putting a lot of emphasis on this rebuilding of the temple. And by the way, Jesus Christ Himself said. My kingdom is not of this world. He said, if my kingdom was of this world, I would have my servants fight. That's right. And so yeah. he told, remember what happened when they came to arrest him, and Peter pulled out a sword and cut off the servant of the high priest's ear, and Jesus said, put up thy sword. Those who live by the sword die by the sword. And he put the die guy's the ear back. Okay. Now he says, whosoever shall swear by the altar, it is nothing. You know, there's a lot of people that have put an awful lot of credence on altar and altar calls. Okay? Mm -hmm. Well, I remember evangelists saying this. You come down to the old-fashioned altar and make things right with God. As if you and Mm -hmm. your free will, by going down to a piece of wood, and bowing down to a piece of wood is going to make you right with God. I don't swear by any altars. And so Christ's response is that they're fools and blind. And he says, whosoever shall swear by the altar, swear by it, and all things their own. And so anyway, uh, that's my kind of uh, take. Now, what I've tried to do is explain chapter 23 in light of today what's going mm-hmm. on today, and how it is applicable to today. If Christ were down here today, um, I think he would back me up on everything I just said. <laughs> okay, now, I'm going, to turn, I'm going to turn it over to Mark and have him give his rendition of Matthew 23, 1 through verse 20. Go ahead, Brother Mark. And I think he would also be going into these false free will congregations and upbraiding the pastors up one side and down the other. Yeah. I love this right. whole chapter because it it shows the righteous indignation of Christ toward the hypocritical, wicked self-righteousness of the Pharisees, the religious leaders, you know, because, you know, there are so many nominal Christians in these congregations today. Oh, we're only supposed to say nice and fluffy things and nice, and we're not supposed to say mean things. Even if we see a bad person, we're supposed to say nice, fluffy little things, you know. No, Jesus got right up in their face and said, you blind guys, you hypocrites, woe unto thee. Because you do all this unrighteous stuff. He got right yes. up in their face. <laughs> my, wife, my, wife, my wife told me that when she was coming up, you know, 
she was taught the same thing. Always said, now be careful what you say, that you don't offend anyone. Don't You don't want to make anyone upset. And that's the whole tolerance attitude anymore. In other words, that, people don't want to hear the truth. What, what, that's what right. the scripture says is that, the, is that they will keep to themselves teachers having itching ears. They don't want to hear. They are, they've been turned into fables. Right. You know? You're exactly mm-hmm. right. Go, go ahead, brother. Yep. Don't prophesy. What's that scripture? Don't prophesy unto us hard things. Prophesy nice, right. warm, and things or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. So, but we're I, gonna we're gonna move yeah. on down the uh, the twenty first through the thirty ninth verse now. And, okay. Uh, uh, I'll have Mark read. Uh, I'll tell you what, Mark. Uh, why don't you read through that? And and then I'll make some comments, and then I'll let you close out with any comments that you might have. And then uh, we are going to sing a final hymn before we uh, we close things out. But uh, we're now going, uh, starting at verses 21 uh, down through 39 in the 23rd chapter of Matthew. Good. In the King James. Yes. Yes. 23. Starting at verse 21, in the King James Version, verse 21, and whoso shall swear by the temple, sweareth by it, and by him that dwelleth therein. Verse 22, and he that shall swear by heaven, sweareth by the throne of God, and by him that sitteth thereon. That's why we should not swear or make any kind of oath. Verse 23, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought you to not to leave the others undone. Verse 24, you blind guides which strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. Verse 25, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. Verse 26, thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Verse 27, woe unto scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto whited sepulchres which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Verse 28, Even so ye all so outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. These Christians in these churches say, Oh, he looks so righteous. Oh, I must believe him. (laughs) To these (laughs) false Verse 29, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because ye build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the sepulchres of the righteous. Verse 30, and say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Verse 31, wherefore ye, ye be witnesses unto yourselves that 
Ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. There it is. They killed the prophets. They're complicit. Verse 32. Fill ye up then the measure of your fathers. Verse 33. Oh, here we go. Here we're shifting into high gear. Ye, verse 33. Ye serpents, ye generation of vipers. Woo! <laughs> How can ye escape the damnation of hell? Woo! Now we're really getting into high gear. <laughs> verse 34. Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify, and some of them, and some of them shall ye scourge in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city. Jesus knew what they were going to do in this situation. Right. I love that. Verse 35, that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth from the blood of righteous Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, son of Barachias, whom ye slew between the temple and the altar. I love that. It's all going to come back on them. Yes. Verse 36, verily I say unto you, all these things shall come upon this generation. Verse 37, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Verse 38, here's the consequence of their refusal. Here's the consequence. Verse 38, behold, your house is left unto you desolate. Desolate. Verse 39, for I say unto you, ye shall not see me henceforth till ye shall say, say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. I love that. Yeah, there's an awful, awful lot in that. That last half of, of chapter 23. Very powerful. And, you know, we, we had talked about this one other time when Brother Mark was doing his study on tithing, and he covers mm-hmm. that in verse 23. Um, yes. Of course, we know that the whole crux of the matter is that what Christ is saying is they are putting on a pretense. They're not yes. authentic. Uh, they're, just, they're just doing this all for show. And he, he describes that they're making the outside of the cup, cup clean, but they're full of extortion on the inside. And he said That's they right. need to clean the, uh, the, the cup and, and don't put all your emphasis on the outside. And he he says that they're whited sepulchers, you know. They appear beautiful, but he says they're full of dead men's bones. My. I was seeing, I saw a video the other day of uh, what the um, Vatican in Rome is about, has about three stories underneath uh, the basilica. 
And it said down underneath, about three stories below, there are literally hundreds and hundreds of skulls. Okay, human skulls buried under Vatican. Yes. They're full, they're full of dead men's bones. We have, there it is. I, was, I was talking to Brother Edward Henry the other day, mm-hmm. and talking about how that the sexual abuse in the Roman Catholic Church is so rampant that they can't even contain it. They just keep moving priests from one parish to another when he gets found out. And and by the way, uh, Pope Francis is complicit in this deception and cover-up. Yeah. And so he, he appear outwardly righteous. I don't know how many people I've heard at the national level say that Pope Francis is a very holy man. This is a lie. This is deception. Yep. Pope Francis is not a holy man. Pope Francis is the leader of a church that worships Satan, that is a part of the Babylonian Talmud, that is part of pagan religion, that is our sun worshipers, literally. And so don't tell me that Pope Francis is a righteous man. And he says that they're scribes, they're Pharisees, and he talks about how that they uh, garnish the sepulchers of the righteous. You know, the Roman Catholic Church is known for wanting to make people saints. Now, by the way, no church can make anyone a saint, okay? And by the way, St. Teresa, Teresa was not a saint. Okay, she was very deceptive. If you want to do some research on Mother Teresa, she stole mm. mil- she took millions of dollars. Uh, and yeah. she used it for what she didn't use the money for what she said she was going to use it for. You know, I remember my mom saying one time, Well, I haven't done near as many good things as Mother Teresa. Give me a break. Mother yeah. Teresa is a part of an evil, corrupt fraudulent church. The church, the Roman church is not Christian. I'm getting so sick and tired of people that say they're Christian, say, well, they're just a little different than we are. They're still our Christian brothers and sisters in Christ. They're not my brothers and sisters in Christ. If they're praying to Mary, if they're praying Mm -hmm. to the dead, if they're praying to their patron saints, if they're partaking yep. of the mass, if they're involved in the purchasing indulgences for sins that they know they're going to commit, if yep. they're involved in in eating a holy cookie that they think that is going to uh, alleviate them from their sin, I'm not I'm not endorsing anything regarding the Roman Catholic Church any more than I endorse the Arminian Church, the Free Will Church. They're one and the same. They're into works. Okay, now he says, um, he talks about how that that they're witnesses against themselves. He says in verse 31, you are the children of them that killed the prophets. Now, I want to just say something. Uh, I want to point this out because I have heard a lot of our Armenian um, people that are in the Armenian camp will use um, 
verse 37 as a justification mm-hmm. for what they say is free will. This is the right. biggest lie. This is very, and mm-hmm. I'm going to explain why it's a lie. Because mm-hmm. first of all, they take this verse out of context. Okay, what the verse says is, yep. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them. Now, who's he speaking of there? Who's he speaking of that are killing the prophets and stoning them? He's speaking of the very people that we have talked about tonight. That's right. You know, my, my dad said to me once when I was about 12 years old, he said, Larry, don't believe all the lies that people are telling you that all the Jews are God's chosen people. He said, you know why I know they're not God's chosen people? It's because they have rejected Jesus Christ as the Messiah. They denied Jesus Christ. They spit and blaspheme on his name. Well, that's what these people have done as well. They have stoned the prophets. By the way, the prophets foretold the coming of Jesus Christ. All of the Messianic prophets, that was, that was the crux of what they were about, was foretelling the coming of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 53, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. By his stripes we were healed. And here we have, Jesus Christ himself saying, they're the ones that killed the prophets. Now, it says here, how oft would I gather thy children together, even the hen gather her chickens under wings, and you would not. That's where they try to bring in the free will and say, see there? See there? He couldn't do anything about it. He, tried, he, would, he, he swept over Jerusalem. He tried to do something. No, that's not what he's saying at all. What he's saying here is that these people, because they killed the prophets, because they came against the Messiah, because they were right. blasphemed, it had, it had its negative results on that culture and on that society, just like it's having today. Okay? Yes. The, the deceit, the wickedness that goes on within the Babylonian Talmud and the Kabbalah, um, Jesus Christ would say the same thing about those who are upholding that. And so he says, as a result of that, like Brother Mark said, your house is left unto you desolate. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's kind of like we said this morning in regards to Romans 1. They've been yep. turned over to reprobate mind to do those things which are unseemly. And yep. so here's what we have. We have Christ himself telling the truth. He's a truth teller, telling the truth of these evil, wicked, blasphemous um, scribes and Pharisees. And guess what? They're still with us today. They're still with us today. And they're Mm -hmm. still proclaiming the same lies today. They're still, and by the way, they now crept into what is so-called churches who say they're dispensational, who say there are many ways that lead to God, who say that there's a kingdom age, there's the bride of Christ. There are those that will not be in the marriage supper of the Lamb, but they'll still be with God. All of these lies, all of these lies. Look, yeah. all of God's elect will be at the marriage supper of the Lamb. That includes Amen. both elect Jew and Gentile. Okay? So don't let anyone tell you that some Jews won't be there at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Uh, 
and that they don't have to know Christ and that, that they'll still get to heaven. They'll still be with Christ. No, that's not true. The Bible says there's only one mediator between God and man, and that is the man Christ Jesus. And God has given them a name that's greater than any name, that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue Amen. confess. Jesus Christ is Lord. Don't give me the hogwash that these yes. people are chosen people of God when mm. they Lucifer and they actually believe that they are worshiping the serpent. There's there are books out there that prove the Babylonian Talmud and the Kabbalah mm. is serpent worship, raising up yes. the serpent. That's what the um, the Masonic Lodge is all about. Is worshiping mm-hmm. Lucifer, light bearer, okay? Yeah. And Pike and all of his minions that have promoted this Luciferian doctrine. And, you know, we know that Christ knew that these Pharisees, these scribes, these hypocrites, were already involved in pagan worship through the oral traditions. They had departed. And that's exactly what he's saying when he says, Jerusalem or Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets. They had killed the prophets. They had subscribed to a Babylonian pagan religion. And Christ said, your house is left unto desolate. Now I'm going to shut up, <laughs> okay? And I'm going to turn it back over to Mark to give his uh, rendition of Verses 21 down through 39 of chapter 23 of Matthew. Oh, Brother Larry, you had mentioned something a minute ago that that they, I don't remember exactly what you said, but they were not ordained for this or something, or I don't remember exactly how you put it, but I thought that was interesting. And... Yes, they're chosen, but not for glory. They're 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 chosen for reprobation. That's right. I love that. That's right. Yeah. They're chosen. They're chosen to. Uh, they're chosen for damnation and eternal yeah. judgment. Absolutely, they're ordained to condemnation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This is interesting. The 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 Pope and all how powerfully wicked this whole Roman Catholic organization is. I think all the evil world leaders are deathly afraid of the Pope because they see how wicked and powerful the whole Roman Catholic Church is. And I think all these evil world leaders are scared to death of the Pope. And that's why I think they all pretend, oh, yes, I love you, Mr. Pope. Yes, please be nice to me. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I... I think they're all. I think they're all so scared of the Pope, and that way they want. And so they all pretend to love him because they want to stay on his good side. Right. And right. So, well, and I, he, I think also there's a there's an alliance. Okay, and yeah. you know, uh, one of the things that Ed Henry points out in his book Bloody Zion, and I would mm-hmm. recommend if you put your hands on that. Uh, get it, Bloody Zion, uh, he talks mm-hmm. about how that the um, Roman Catholic Church is nothing more than uh, Judaism on steroids. Okay? Yeah. In other mm-hmm. words, we have, to look at, we have to look at the origination, the history, 
of the Roman Catholic Church, we have to realize that the Jesuits, okay, and Loyola uh, was a Jew. Yes, and, yes. And when we looked at the Bolshevik Revolution, mm -hmm. and we had Lenin, Marx, and Stalin, and Trotsky, they were all Jews. Yes. And look at the fact, if you go back in the history of the Bolshevik Revolution, and we see what they did in the rape of Russia, they killed, and a lot of the people that they raped and murdered and killed were Christians. They yes. hated the Christians. Trotsky, yep. Stalin, um, Khrushchev, uh, all of those, they hated Christianity. They hated it. Well, there are yes. those people that that Jesus Christ was alluding to. Well, I think we've covered this pretty well tonight, and I hope that um, it's been helpful to see this from a little different light. I also want to say hello to Andrew Brown, who's joined us from Wichita. May God be Hi, with Andrew. you, Andrew. Yeah, and uh, all the others. Joe Kyle, um, we've had a number of other people join us uh, as we've continued through James Henning, uh, Young Park, um, you're all very welcome to be with us. Brandon Kraft uh, from St. Louis, who used to live down here in the Ozark area. Uh, we appreciate you all joining us tonight. Now, the last hymn we're going to sing, I think, is very apropos uh, for what we've been talking about tonight. And it's entitled, Worthy Art Thou. Brother Larry? Really, yes. Uh, I wanted to finish a final statement on the last half of this well, yeah, chapter. Sure, I'll be quick. Yes, I love it. Um, he, Jesus finishes. Uh, Jesus finishes his justified criticism of the of the Pharisees, the religious leader. He finishes his upbraiding of them, which they fully deserve. And then he carries it a step further. Oh, you are related to the ones that killed the prophets. And that's how he shows their complicity. I love it. In verse 34, in verse 31 there, wherefore ye be witnesses unto yourselves that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. So they are related. They are one degree removed from the ones that actually killed the prophets, and, and their complicity in that is intact. I love it. And then he and then he finishes up with a very strict upbraiding: serpents, generations of vipers, and so I love that. He just he just lays it out irrefutably. I love it. Praise God. Yeah, Thank I, you, brother. I, I, yeah, and I think that the, the purpose for him being so explicit about it was not only for the benefit of the disciples and the rest of the multitude there, but also for the benefit of all the Christians that would follow, that would read that passage, to warn us, yes. to warn us. Mm -hmm. We're going to sing this song called Worthy Art Thou, says, worthy of praise is Christ our Redeemer, worthy of glory, honor, and power, worthy of all our soul's adoration. Lift up your voice in praise and devotion, saints of all earth before him should bow. Angels in heaven worship him, saying, worthy art thou. 
Lord, may we come before thee with singing, filled with thy spirit, wisdom, and power. May we ascribe thee glory and honor, worthy art thou. So we're going to sing that, um, and then uh, we're going to bring this broadcast to a conclusion uh, tonight. Uh, Mark, you want to start that for us? Worthy and praise is Christ our Redeemer. Worthy of glory, honor, and power. Worthy of all our souls adoration. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. Worthy of riches, blessings, and honor. Worthy of wisdom, glory, and power. Worthy of earth and heaven's thanksgiving. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. Let the voice in praise and devotion. Saints of all earth before him should bow. Angels in heaven worship him saying. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. Lord, may we come before thee with singing. Filled with thy spirit, wisdom, and power. May we ascribe thee glory and honor. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. Worthy of riches, blessings, and honor. Worthy of wisdom, glory, and power. Worthy of earth and heaven's thanksgiving. Worthy art thou, worthy art thou. Well, again, we want to thank everyone for joining us tonight, and I want to thank Brother Mark for laboring with me, and I appreciate uh, all of you who have joined us on Facebook Live, um, and we look forward to being with you. Remember, tomorrow night we will not be on, on talk show, but we will be back with you, Lord willing, on Wednesday night with Brother Mark. And uh, by the way, if anyone is interested uh, in the study that we're doing uh, and you send me a message requesting uh, this book, I'll send you a PDF copy of it. God does not love everyone, but he does love his elect from everlasting to everlasting. And Brother Mark, according to my notes here, we're ready for Chapter 10. So um, we'll be starting. In chapter 10, and we'll be working through. I'm just looking to see how long chapter 10 is. It looks like, um, let me see here, uh, it looks like mm-hmm. it's a very short chapter. So we may try to work through at least a couple chapters, chapter 10 and chapter 11 on Wednesday Thanks. night. Yep, I got chapter 10 too. Very good. We're on the same page. That's, that's something right there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, listen, Mark, you have a good evening, and with that, I'm going to say good night to everyone, and we'll look forward to uh, visiting with you again soon. God bless. Yes, Wednesday night. Love it. Well, yes, and I just hit the wrong button, which I often do, so I'm going to just bear with me a minute because I have to go back uh, before I close this out. Um, (laughs) This happens. There's a lot of buttons on TalkShoe, and if you hit the wrong button, <laughs> it's like 
uh, it's like a no-no. Uh, they want you to go through the system just, just right. Yeah. So bear with me one second here. I'm sure. I'm going to try to do this. Um, okay. There's two different steps you have to go through when you're recording live streaming broadcast on TalkShoe. First, you have to mm-hmm. pause the you have to pause the recording and then you have to end the recording. And if you try to if you try to miss any step, you're gonna uh-huh. have you're gonna have challenges. And so uh, sometimes right. what happens with yours truly is I miss a step. Okay, we're back. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the recording. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.